your Bibles to Matthew 13. We are in a series of uh, a series, and if she comes up, I'll let her interrupt us. She's probably practiced this song a long time. I don't want to rob her of that joy or her voice sometimes. Uh, Something that occurred to me just on the way over here, the long walk from my house to here. This is about finding a treasure. Sometimes we need to be reminded. Now listen for a moment. You are his treasure. You're valuable to him. You're important to him. You need to find your way on why you're important and using your gifts and abilities, but you are important. You are his treasure. So much so that he wanted to spend eternity in heaven with you. But he couldn't because we were sinners. And he'd already laid down the law. The law Sinners don't go to heaven. So he went onto the cross and paid for our sins himself so that we can spend eternity with him in heaven. That's how important you are. If you would have been the only person on earth, he, he would have done that. But you represent an entire family of people uh, that he considers his treasure. So uh, I want you to remember that as we go through this, the, these parables, the treasures. Matthew thirteen thirty one. another parable put he forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least, the smallest of all herbs. But when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs and becomes a tree, so much so that the birds of the air will come and lodge in the branches thereof. This parable represents the progress of the gospel in our lives and our hearts. It gets plant the gospel gets planted into our heart and it is intended by God for it to grow and get bigger and bigger and more useful to find more purpose in our lives. Oh my oh my so many things happen in our lives that have, have to do with our growth, even the, the struggles, the disappointments. But we, we were built and made by God with the intention of our growth, our growing and producing seed, producing fruit in our hearts and in our labors. Huh? It becomes a tree so much so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. 
for food, for safety, and for shade. You know, there's more safety for a bird, a small bird, to be on the interior of a tree in a very heavily wooded area because the birds of prey can't swoop through them and, and attack them. There's more safety for us in a body of believers to not be outside on the outside branches, but to be on the inside where we are protected by one another. Verse 33, another parable spoke he to them. The kingdom of heaven is like unto leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened. You take your dough, you plant your leaven inside it, and it puffs out. Kingdom of heaven is like to leaven which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened. When the gospel comes into your soul, it works a complete change. It spreads itself into all areas of your life. Now, I have dealt with people through the years who have given up almost all areas of their life, almost gave it all up, but have hidden areas of their life for themselves. And habits, bad habits, things that bring us pleasure that we're not ready to leave. And some people will hold back on those they're good Christians for six days a week. But that seventh day, that Friday night, that Saturday night, that is, that is a, a night reserved for just them. And they want to leave God out of it. God knows. He's the leaven coming into our life and spreads itself into all areas of life and soul. Skip, please, to chapter 1344, Matthew 1344. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like to treasure hid in a field, the which when a man has found, he hides, and for joy goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Be a sellout. Commit it all to him. Change it all to him. Give it all to him. And what happens is our purposes become different. What are you alive for? What are you alive for? What's your main purpose in life? Sometimes it's not for him. Sometimes we make Christ just a part of our life. Not all of our life. Thinking on that. Be a sell out. All who search the scriptures. All who search the Bible to find more about Jesus and eternal life. Will discover such treasure in this field as makes it unspeakably. Unspeakably, unspeakably valuable. They make it their own, whatever the cost. 
Nothing can be given as a price for this salvation, yet much must be given up for the sake of it. I remember I became a sellout. I just got saved. I asked a preacher what I do next. He sent me home to read my Bible, and that was his instruction. But since I didn't have an Old Testament, I started in the book of Matthew, first page of the New Testament. And I do, I remember this. I remember going, oh, wow, oh, wow. And I remember, I, I just remember being so sold out that everything that I had believed and learned before I received Christ, much of it was wrong. And I, if I was wrong and I read this in the Holy Scriptures, I threw what I, I, threw what I had believed out and I believed the Bible. Oh, I'm so grateful. Oh, I'm so grateful. It has, it has supremely helped, helped me and my wife to be happy and fulfilled, to find fulfillment. Wow. Nothing can be given as a price for this salvation he gives us, yet much must be given up for it. In Proverbs 15, 6, I'll read it to you. In the house of the righteous is much treasure. That doesn't mean it was so easy. No, I lost friends. I lost family at first. Now they pretty much say they're, they're converted. But I've gained so much. We gain so much when we sell, sell out on that last part where we're, we're holding back. Colossians 2, 2. I have it on the screen here. That their hearts might be comforted. That's something we gain. Being knit together in love. And to all riches of the full assurance of understanding. To the acknowledgement of the mystery of God. And of the Father and of Christ. In whom are hid all the treasures. Treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I don't have to, I don't have to, how do I want to say this? I don't have to do it on my own. I don't have to come up with my ways on my own. All I do is sell out to him and sell everything out to get his, the, the field, the treasure in the field. I remember, I remember back in the 80s, I was on staff at Grace Bible Church and the, the secretary came in to me with a brand new $100 bill and she says to me, look what I just found in the parking lot. Well, guess where I went for lunch? And I searched that parking lot, every bush, every rock, every tree, only to hear pounding on the window and I looked up and here was Pastor Lou Heilman which some of you know because he's one of my subs here Pastor Lou Heilman and the secretary 
They got me. But it showed us, showed me something. It showed me something. What if I search for the Lord that much, looking for $100 bills? What, what if we look that hard to find our purpose in Christ, our, His presence, finding His presence? Oh, would we benefit from it? Again in Proverbs 15, 6, In the house of the righteous is much treasure, but in the revenues of the wicked is trouble. Going back, in the house of the righteous is much treasure. We see that here. Part of the treasure, comforted, love and understanding, wisdom and knowledge. Forgiveness. The ability to forgive even when it's hard for us. Going outside our comfort zone. They don't deserve forgiveness. We need to be able to forgive. It's one of those riches that they don't deserve it. We deserve the joy of forgiving others. Not holding things against each other. Much knowledge. Much righteousness. Better is a little, better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble with it. Trouble, trouble. Wisdom says in Proverbs 1, this is wisdom speaking, God's wisdom. Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and you wouldn't take it. But you have set at naught all my counsel. And you wouldn't have any of my reproof. There are people in this world who even call themselves Christians. But they're going to do life their way. Only when it's convenient will they do things God's way. Wisdom calls to us. Teaches us. Shows us, hey, if Jesus can forgive the, the worst of sinners, we can forgive the least of sinners to us. Loving one another, serving one another. So there are some who are simply unteachable. We all know people like that. They're just unteachable. No matter what they know, they're going to do life their way. My way, my truth, my life. So, be teachable. Be teachable. I remember Pastor Ben Hoover used to sit in the front row here uh, when he was on staff here. And uh, he, he, he brought you a message on being an intentional learner. Be an intentional learner. Don't just come and sit and occupy the same seat or the same pew forever learn and here he was an assistant pastor and he would he had his notebook open and he would lean in on the front row here and he, would, he was always writing be an intentional learner let Christ teach you things and then respond just don't let it go on in one ear and out the other do it his way not your way, and then learn what his way is. 
I was talking about uh, trouble in Proverbs 1.24. Because I wisdom have called and you refuse. I have stretched out my hand to you and no one regarded it. You have said it not. All my counsel, you wouldn't have any of my reproof. Verse 26, wisdom says I will laugh at your calamity. doesn't say it's going to come. Calamity is trouble. I will mock when your fear comes, when it overwhelms you. When your fear comes as desolation and your destruction comes as a whirlwind. When distress and anguish come upon you, then shall they call upon me. Hey, wisdom! But I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would have none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices, their own way. They chose this over him. They can have that. It won't last long, you know. Be careful. Be careful of trouble that comes to you when you, when you have turned your back on the Lord. Unless it's convenient, then you turn around again when you want something. He wants you all. He wants all of you. You're his treasure. Remember, make him your treasure. Again, that verse in Matthew 13, 44, the kingdom of heaven is likened to treasure hid in a field. Matthew 6, 19, a previous message, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust corrupt, where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Wisdom speaking to you through Jesus' own words. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Verse 21 of that. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also where your treasure is. Whatever it is you value the most in life, that's what occupies the most space in your field. Considering that, I just ask you this morning as we are about to take communion to rethink what is truly valuable to you and repent if it's not Christ. I have a scripture here from Proverbs chapter 2 on the board. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline, incline thy ear to wisdom, apply thine heart to understanding. Yea, if you cry after knowledge, and lift up your voice for the understanding. If you seek her as silver, the way you would for silver, and search for her as hidden treasures, if you will do that, 
Then shall you understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. Out of his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Knowledge and understanding. We're about to take communion. Before we do, we are planting seeds in our field. Some of us know we're planting bad seed. You know it now. Planting bad seeds in our field. We are all planting leaven in our dough. We, all, we are all searching in our fields for treasures. But what is it you're searching for? Be careful so that you will reap what you sow. Very famous passage, Galatians 6. Salvation from sin and its consequences is the supreme good of man and should be sought after above all things and prized beyond all that God has made. Disappointment and sadness go to him who expects to find anything more wonderful than Jesus. Would you bow your heads? As the men and musicians come to prepare the offering, would you talk to the Lord right now in silent prayer? I don't want to be your voice. I want God to hear your voice confessing bad seed, seed in your life. Confessing your sins. We're about to take communion. We need to have a clean heart for that. No one perfect here. But there are those who will confess their sins. Take a moment. Take more than a moment. Confess your sins. Repent of them.